Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, John Schwab here, and welcome to Take Your Bow, a new bite-sized podcast series from the Curtain Call Stable that shines a spotlight on the people that make theater happen. In today's climate of increasing isolation, we wanted to bring you a daily dose of inspiration. So in each episode, we're giving someone in the theater a chance to take their bow. From the seasoned professional to drama students, vocal coaches to the life coaches, you name it, you'll find them right here, giving insights into what drives them to be in this business and who inspires them. On today's episode is actor, DJ, and all-around entertainer, Danny Nutt. Now, Danny has had a long career in the theater world, starting with his time in the National Youth Musical Theater. He carried on acting, then moved into DJing. His love of music is pretty insane. And he also runs his own children's entertainment company. But why don't we let Danny tell you all about it? Danny, I've known you for a long time, so... Um, let's just, let's just get to so Danny, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Danny Nutt. Um, I do lots of different things. Uh, I, I'm an actor. I'm a voiceover. I, I'm a children's entertainer. And with that, I run my own children's parties company. And I'm also a DJ. So you just don't like sitting still like a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why do one thing when you can do lots, I suppose? Yeah. Just to kind of keep the what the stereotype that it is a small world when it comes to our industry. You know, I met you because Bonnie was working. Did she work for Mark Goucher? She worked with Reduce Shakespeare time, yeah. Company. So I met her ages and eight, like 20 years ago. And, oh, then, no. and then you and I have the same voiceover age. And then it's just like, oh, you're Bonnie. Son- and you, oh, okay. Yeah. And then... Um, and then you did some children's uh, birthday parties. My kids absolutely love Danny Nutt. I mean, I've got the, the guys. He is incredible. Um, but, you know, Pirate Dan and Rockstar Dan and Sports Dan. I mean, we had them. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Into, very early on, in fact, as yeah. well. So, no, I always valued your championing of, of, of Nutties. Still which do. Is the, uh, yeah. Still do. Okay, so um, when did you know that you wanted to work in the theater business or just entertain? Because it sounds like you entertain. It's not just theater. With Even with the DJing stuff, you're still providing yeah. entertainment. I suppose you're right. I suppose it, to, to, to make, to, to yeah, to, to sort of simplify all the things I do, it's, 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 it's being an entertainer, I guess. Um, well, years ago, I mean, I, I was very lucky enough to, to, to start acting really, you know, from a very early age at school and just from school productions and things. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I, I was very lucky enough to join the National Youth Music Theatre at the age of 13. Amazing. Um, and I did loads of different shows, uh, worked with people like Jude Law when he was young and not so, uh, you know, famous then, um, and gained a lot of experience, uh, working in big theatres in London, in across the country and also in America. It was in fact on the way home back from a flight from New York, we were performing the Ragged Child, um, when I was only 16 Um, and uh, I thought to myself, do you know what, I'm, if if this is the best that it can be, then, you know, it's 
fine and I'm just going to give it a go because you know there might be some mm. more opportunities and uh so it was at that point that I thought I really want to do this for I want to I want to at least be some you know some kind of performer yeah um, yeah excellent and who kind of inspired you so you you were on that flight but before that who inspired you to want to do it and and who inspires you now is the opposite end of that question I suppose my English teacher at school, because actually, even though I went to I went to a, a I went to a boys comprehensive school in North London, um, and I was you know really enjoyed the you know really enjoyed school, enjoyed the whole sort of social side of it. There wasn't actually a drama department in mm. the school, um, but my English teacher, Mr. Godofsky, could see that I had a sort of. Uh, a penchant for performing perhaps and got me involved in in fact I was I played a, a fairy peas bottom <laughs> in a Miss Sunrise dream uh, when I was only in when I was only 11 uh, it was in a sixth form production so that was my first real taste of it um, and he inspired me because he was the guy that said to me Danny have you seen the poster um, on the wall in the in the corridor and I said well what poster is that and he said the poster saying that the NYMT are looking for new actors you know new wow. actors so he got me the audition which got me the first role which was ned stirrick in in the production of captain stirrick at the lillian Bayless theater in 1989 amazing uh, okay. so that he was definitely my inspiration then my inspiration now i mean i i think my inspiration would probably be an actually an actually a musician gil scott heron because I mean, I've got lots of I've got lots of inspirations, and I've got lots of people that inspire me. Sure. Lots of people, actors and musicians and artists, and but Gil Scott Heron to me was just someone that he passed away only a few years ago, as you may or may not know. Mm. But someone that I could just relate to. There was something that was something that was just so simplistic about his music, about the way that he would play chords on the Fender Roads that I sort of taught myself how to play the piano and I started playing chords. I was like, oh, who is this guy? He sounds so you know, tangible, I could do this. Um, and then his lyrics and his, his voice, the way that he would speak for a generation of obviously of African-Americans mm. back in the, in, the, in the 70s particularly, um, that even though I'm not black, but I had a, there was something I could relate to, something about the, the struggle, the, the kind of, just the simplicity of his of his music and his and his lyrics that I just found awe inspiring. I've never heard anyone like him before, and I would always go back to Gil Scott Heron and listen to his music, listen to his albums. He's so um, multi genre as well. Mm. He sort of fuses funk, um, you know, old 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 school traditional R and B, you know, poetry, and I just yeah. So he's definitely my my inspiration now. Amazing. Because I've seen you and, and Lola doing some videos on Twitter recently, I mean, I kind of maybe have a guess of what the next question, the answer to the next question is going to be, which is what do your family think about the, your job and the work you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> she gets stuck in, doesn't she? Um, what she what does. do your, what does your, and you, you obviously have a lot of performers around your family as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my immediate family. I mean, my sister works in; she's a designer. Um, my 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 mum worked um, um, for Fen at Phoenix Bond Street for years as a as a as a department manager. My my, my dad worked in um, recruitment. Uh, he trained as a hotel chef and ended up working in recruitment for most of his life. They're both retired now. Um, so there was no immediate um, performers in my in my in my family. 
Um, uh, so they've always been very, my, my parents have always been completely supportive. They've always been fantastic in the sense that they would just let me do whatever it is that I want to do. And, That's so and good. you know, from the, from, from all the, even just doing sort of, I was part of the choir at school. I was part of, um, uh, there was, there was evenings where I could perform songs that I wrote, um, you know, and, and then obviously the NYMT, they would always be there and supportive of me. Um, yeah. Lola is just my daughter. I mean, these videos just to kind of, uh, elaborate on yeah. that so the videos are on my my facebook page which i'm sharing the, the nutties children's parties i'm doing a little plug now for my great children's plug away party. man <laughs> uh the, the the facebook page is very simple it's facebook.com forward slash nutties children's parties uh and we're doing daily daily boredom busting videos <laughs> uh, they're basically uh a way for people just to kind of deal with this madness that's going on at the moment for you know suddenly this new reality where we're stuck at home we can't go out we can't socialize obviously my company is somewhat diluted at the moment because we can't go out and do these parties sure. face to face so we're just offering up different things so yeah lola has been great she's just really taken on the chin she loves all that kind of stuff anyway she often grabs my ipad and just films herself kind of talking to the camera anyway yeah so she's had a bit of practice that so yeah so she's been very you know she's very supportive of, of what i do with my company and stuff anyway um and and my yeah my, and my wife as well obviously bonnie she's she works in theater she's she's a she's a, a works in theater marketing so um yeah a lot of support a lot of support so, Danny, we talked about all the things that you do. How important do you find it having many strings to your bow and being kind of what they call a multi-hyphenate in today's fast-moving world and, and where people want more of a, a kind of quick thing or somebody who's a, agile in their skill set? I went to drama school when I was 18. That was my focus. I just wanted to be an actor. So I trained as an actor and I started working, you know, as an actor. And I always thought, you know, in theatre and television and film, but I always thought that I'd already, already had a bit of taste, a, a taste of DJing and I always had a real love of music. And my dad is my, certainly one of my biggest inspirations in terms of music. He's, he, I mean, when I was a kid, he was always playing all sorts of stuff on record on on Sunday mornings it would always be like what's he going to play today yeah. you know we play like Bob Dylan the band yeah Steely Dan all these great bands that you know as a kid growing up where I should be getting into like Duran Duran <laughs> in the 80s first single I was getting into, <laughs> but yeah I was getting into all these amazing bands and I, I remember I was obsessed by the Beatles when I was like 12 and 13 mm. um and I think that you know, there was all these loves and I thought that these passions that were developing as I was growing up and as I was getting into acting and, and started to work as a professional actor, I thought to myself, I don't want to be the guy that's just doing an acting job and then going and working, stacking shelves or working yeah. behind a bar. I'd done it. I'd been doing that as a student. I wanted to have, I suppose part of it is wanting to have control as well. I mean, as you know, as an actor, if you're just an actor and you've got nothing else that you've got going on, that lack of control, mm. um, and I know John, you know you, you do you, you do a lot of you have in the past, and yeah. you still do producing and stuff as well. And that 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 being involved in other things gives you a sort of sense of control that you yeah. don't have as an actor. You're relying on that phone to ring. You're you have an audition, then you wait, and it's either yes or no. But being in control of your own destiny from other creative avenues, it just just that, and it's on that level feels good. Like there's something that you can you know. 
that you can do off your own back and you're not waiting for someone else to to say right you're doing this role or you're not doing this role yeah so so that's why i think it's really useful i think it's really a sort of a sense of empowerment but also you know djing for example is just one of the most creative things i think anyone can do because when you're djing you know a lot of people say oh, are we going to play tonight they'll come up to me at a, at a gig we're going to play tonight mate and i go well, i don't know what i'm going to play tonight. yeah that's that's the point i'm going to play a song when it's right or if it the idea pops into my head or if i think that this crowd are going to like it yeah. so yeah i think um it's about keeping creative and keeping in control and that 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 really that i spoke they're the two driving forces behind my decision to do lots of different things we are all in a slightly different situation than we were two weeks ago uh, when we were spending our days slightly differently um are you, you know, other than making uh, Nutty's Children's Parties videos with Lola, how are you spending your days? Um, well, it's very strange, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, in terms of my general work, yeah, I mean, it's just not as it was at all. Sure, of course. So I'm kind of keeping myself, um, I mean, the kids are at home, they're not at school, so I'm kind of doing a little bit of homeschooling with them, making sure that they're, you know, doing all their work, and so there's, there's a boring side of it. But, you know, from a more fun point of view, uh, I'm, I'm cooking more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I did a puzzle, um, which I started yesterday. It was, a, it was one of those cryptic puzzles right? where you normally get the puzzle box and there's a picture and it says, you know, you've got to basically do that picture. Yeah. This is one of those ones where it's like, this is a picture, but it's from the other, it's, it, oh imagine it God. from the back to front. Oh. So it was a kind of, it was a real kind of brain, uh, bit of brain gymnastics, definitely. Um, but I enjoyed that. That was good. Oh. Um, uh, I've also become the weekly cleaner. We normally have a cleaner. Um, but obviously with social distancing yeah. um, and earning slightly, well, considerably less money than I was, um, <laughs> a few cutbacks need to be done. Sure. Understood. So, Understood. Um, it's like a three-hour workout, John. It's like a sort of, <laughs> who needs the gym? I can just do this. I can clean the house once a week and then have a donut and it's all good. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's let's move, let's move on from... <laughs> that's another that's another uh, video blog that we could see the the, the nutties three-hour house clean workout it's coming yeah it's coming absolutely if you do have a love of music um there must be a cast album that you would like to pop on if you could if you could just have one cast album to self-isolate what would it be oh do you know this is such a hard question yeah i think i think actually because there are you know there are as you, you know, there are some fantastic musicals out there, and there have been over the years. But it, I think it's going to have to be Oliver. Ah, now, that's a good I, choice. I did Oliver twice in the NYMT, and the, I mean, those songs from Lionel Bart are just so catchy and so brilliant. Never has a. I mean, if you just if someone came up to you now and said, "I've got an idea for a musical. It's based on a novel by Charles Dickens," you'll be like, "Turning a Charles Dickens book into a novel." Yeah. But the songs are brilliant. They're so catchy. Um, and oh yeah, yeah, definitely Oliver, hundred uh, percent. Before la and sorry, I did say last question, but I just want you to shout out where people can find you online, Danny. Anything that you want to push out there and plug so people can come and see what you do and, and where you are. Thank you. Well, um, in terms of children's parties, uh, if you just Google Nutty's children's parties, 
uh, or go to our website, nuttyschildrensparties.co.uk. It's spelled N-U-T-T-Y-S, children's parties. Um, and I'm also, you can find me online, uh, my DJ website, djdannynutt.com. Uh, I'm across Facebook and Twitter, so you can look on there as well and you'll find me. You can just put in my name, Danny Nutt, and you'll find me. Um, yeah, so yeah, all the usual Instagram, Facebook, all those all those areas it's, it's hard to keep up with i know and you kind of feel like the kids these days well, they know what they're doing don't Lo- they? lola will keep you on track i'm sure okay so um danny you're a dj do you have any kind of remote gigs coming up that you'd like to to plug or well i'm very much hoping in some capacity <laughs> if, all go- if all goes well that this friday night yeah which is what april the uh, fourth, third, third, fourth, fourth, something. April the fourth. Yeah. My, my sense of diarizing <laughs> is forgiven, totally yeah. forgiven. Thank you. Uh, I'm normally on it, but obviously current circumstances. Um, yes, Friday night. Um, on my uh, Facebook Live on my Facebook page, my DJ page, facebook.com forward slash DJ Danny Nut. I will be doing a live set from my living room, vinyl only. Um, from let's say, oh, I haven't even worked out the time yet. Let's call it 7.30 uh, for maybe two or three hours. Um, No requests. (laughs) I'm saying this now because I know what's going to happen. People are going to say, play this. And I'll be like, I've only got records. I've only got certain things on record. So anyway, um, but yes, that's the plan. Awesome. Well, listen, we'll make sure that um, we put that link in the show notes so people can uh, click on if they need to. Excellent. So we're going to do some quick fire questions to end this whole episode off with. Um, so you have no idea what I'm going to ask. Okay. Um, and they're going to be, you know, just just as, as you are, Danny, as, as you are. <laughs> just chill, relaxed. Okay. Okay. Movies or theater? Movies. It's fine. I can see you've got a Star Wars poster behind your head. No one can see it, but I can. <laughs> Steven I, Sol- Yes, you're right. And I have an Empire Strikes Back one. In the living room, but anyway. There you go. Um, <laughs> Stephen Sondheim or Lin-Manuel Miranda? Oh, Stephen Sondheim. Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Broadway or West End? <laughs> Having only been to see something on Broadway maybe once in the last 10 years, compared to the West End, I say Broadway. Okay. Clotted cream or jam first? Oh... <laughs> Um, oh, Clotted Cream. Okay. Netflix or Amazon Prime? Netflix. Cinderella or Snow White? Oh, Snow White. Okay. Wicked or Les Mis? Uh, amazingly, I have not... Sorry, I know I'm going off piece. Fine, go, go do it. But amazingly, I have never seen Les Mis ever. So, but I have seen you're, Wicked. So you're the one. Wicked. You're the one. Okay. <laughs> Dogs or cats, Danny? Dogs. So I'm allergic to cats. Nice, me too. Last one, Tom Stoppard or William Shakespeare? Oh, William Shakespeare. Okay, there you go. Danny, thank you so much for doing this with me. And um, and everyone, go check out Danny's websites and his socials because he's always up to something. And um, you'll be, you can kind of go into a deep dive of Danny Nutt. That's what you got to go. Da- <laughs> go down the wormhole and the rabbit hole or whatever they call it these days. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so David. much, John. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you, buddy. Awesome. Thanks. Danny Nutt, all-round entertainer. Now, remember to check in this Friday night on his Facebook page where he'll be doing a live vinyl-only session. 
I think he said it starts around 7.30, so check in then. We all need a little bit of inspiration and happiness these days, and hopefully today's chat gave you just that. Thank you to everyone who has responded to our call out so far. And if you'd like to take your bow, get in touch with us via any of our social media platforms at Curtain Call or email me at john at curtaincallonline.com. Join us tomorrow when another theater professional somewhere across the globe will be taking their bow. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.